I am not here to argue. Hello, 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 hello. 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 Uh, and welcome to another edition of where I'm not here to argue. I'm Gherkin Bickelwater. And I'm Mabel Fist. And we're not here to argue. About stuff. Lots of stuff. Maybe not as much stuff as normal this time, but some stuff. I think we did one one topic last time, so... So, um, let's get right into the meat of it. Really? With pancakes versus waffles. Mm-hmm. So what's your preference? I prefer pancakes by far. Uh, I am I am a pancake person. Waffles seem finicky and time-consuming, and, like, you get less waffles. Are you coming in, Kat? Like, you get less waffle for, uh... For your for your dish than you do for a pancake. Like you get more pancakes than you get pancakes than you get waffles. But, but my only I've not eaten a lot of fancy waffles in my life. Well, what what call what qualifies as a fancy waffle to you? Like a Belgian waffle or a big thick waffle that's made with a real waffle iron, not necessarily a home waffle iron, but like a big professional waffle iron, like in a restaurant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Restaurant waffles. Okay. I've not had a lot of restaurant waffles. Okay. That's Mongo, by the way, in case anyone's wondering. Yes. Mona doesn't do this. Mona just sits in her perch and stalks us until we sit on the couch, and then she hops down and demands physical attention. Mm-hmm. Mongo follows everyone around and runs against their feet and screams if we don't let him inside the room. Right, which sometimes we ignore. You stop doing it at 3 o'clock in the morning. Oh, that's nice. Stop doing it as much at three o'clock in the morning. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, like I've had a waffle with ice cream once. That was a big fancy waffle. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've had I've had homemade waffle iron waffles a couple of times. Mm-hmm. But my most of the waffles I've had in my life were Eggos. And Eggos are great, but I don't consider them actually waffles. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, they're not really waffles. So I like both pancakes and waffles. I actually have what I consider to be the best pancake recipe from my um, 1954 South Carolina cookbook. So I enjoy making that those on occasion. But um, I have a thing for waffles. So one of the first things I did, one of the first kitchen things I purchased as a grown-up was a was a Belgian waffle maker so that I could make waffles at home. So I've also made waffles like... Um, and my favorite waffle recipe is a, a yeast-based waffle recipe where you like make the wow. make the batter like the night before, let it rise, and then cook the Very waffles fancy. the next day. And I, so I actually probably have had a lot of waffles because one of the one of the um, when I was in college, um, on the weekends, so you know during the week we'd have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. On the weekends we would have um, brunch and dinner. Um, so because of our brunches, I developed an affection for two things in particular, um, Dunkin' Donuts, because they would have a big old donut bar as part of as part of our, brun- our, our weekend brunches, and also um, waffles, because they would have make-your-own-waffles, where, we, where um, the kitchen staff would make the batter, and I worked in the kitchen sometimes. One of my work-study jobs was as a kitchen staff, so I would accuse me being charged of making the batter myself. And then... Um, as part of brunch, you could just like scoop the batter into the waffle iron and cook it, and then it was one of those flip waffle, well, flip waffle, yeah. flippy ones. So, well, like you get at a, at a, at a hotel, 
at your two or three star hotels that have that have the fancier uh, continental breakfast. Mm-hmm. Where you can get some some hot links and some some fresh waffles that you that you burned yourself, as opposed to just cereal and a muffin. Yeah. My favorite kind of hotel, by the way, <laughs> that two or three star hotel. Yeah. And as far as pancakes, I do my I, before I learned how to make waffles, which was more of a college and leading to an adulthood thing. As a kid, I made a lot of pancakes because my parents had an electric griddle, so I would. So I also spent a long time making pancakes and like adding fruit to them and doing it at the proper flipping time and that sort of thing. Wow. Okay, I'm surprised at that. We have very different ideas as to size and flipping time on pancakes. Yes. And you sounds like you've had a lot more experience making pancakes than I have, and yet I would still consider you wrong. I know, but... Because your pancakes don't get done enough. Well, you used to be a short-order chef, so you have different standards than I do. Yeah, but I don't recall us ever making pancakes in the strip bar. You know, lots of hamburgers <laughs> and french fries and maybe omelets, but not pancakes. How would you make omelets but not pancakes? Um, probably because the, the head cook didn't want to make pancake batter. Weird. Yeah. He's also British, and I'm not sure if pancakes are big in Britain. They have crepes. They have crepes. Well, we're definitely not making crepes. Crepes is a whole other thing. Yeah, crepes are definitely finicky in a way that pancakes and waffles are not. So that's probably why. Probably because he was British. Yeah. I um, will say that also in college, one of um, we used to have these house meetings every Sunday, I think called Coffee Hour, and um, people in the house would take turns providing snacks for Coffee Hour. So, um, so th- there's a British girl, li- well, there was, there was in particular a British girl living in our house, and then there was also like a Swedish girl and some other, you know, random European people in addition to the Americans and the Pakistanis. Um, but the British girl, when it was her turn to, when it was her and her partner's turn to provide snacks for coffee hour, she actually made crepes. Um, that was my first time having one, so she made crepes with, um, sugar and lemon. Very fancy. Like she squeezed on top. That's very fancy. Yeah. So, the crepes are definitely, definitely a finicky sort of thing, just watching her make them. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, and and waffles are tougher, you know? They're, they're tougher, they're harder to cut into, they're hard. They're just everything about them seems a little finicky to me. Eating them seems kind of finicky to me, you know? I mean... And a lot of the room that they take up is air, so... Well... Here's the, I mean, my thing about waffles is it's a lot easier to put the syrup on. The problem with pancakes is you put the syrup on, it just drips off to the sides. Well, and that's why you have to put it on each level, too. You have to, each individual level has to have its own butter at the very minimum, and maybe its own syrup. Yeah, and that's just, that's a lot of work. Whereas the waffle, I mean, it's got the deep grooves, so you can just put the, you can just very precisely put the syrup in each hole, and it won't, like, fill, it won't spill over and get into your scrambled eggs okay i mean i guess so i figure once you cut into it it's going to go everywhere anyway yeah that's true and again if you're getting a restaurant waffle then it's pretty much going to be the, it's it's going to have its own plate yeah it's going to be the only thing on the plate yeah and the other, my other association with belgian waffles is that my there's a there's a diner that my my family and and i and you know various other people used to like to go to called um flames which was in san jose and whenever we would go, my mom, who was a mistress of excess when it comes to restaurant eating, um, would always, she would want her steak and eggs. And then she'd be like, 
and can and you know you can get toast or pancakes as a side but you would always want you know to get a separate entree which was the belgian waffle with like blueberry compote and um vanilla ice cream on it that's very fancy yes and then of course you would never eat the entire thing so then I would have to eat the entire thing in addition to eating in addition to eating my food, which was when I go to restaurants, I always like to get a protein thing because I never like I never want to have just a sweet thing on their plate. The problem with getting pancakes. Uh, well, I mean, I eat meat, so I, my pancakes would come with sausage. Yeah, I mean, but generally speaking, if you get the fancy pancakes, they're only going to come like it's going to eat by themselves. You'll have to get like the egg separately or something. Yeah, I would get bacon or sausage separately if I had to, but I got to have some protein to go with my. Yeah, my and I just find that, like, you know, I would just rather get an omelet most places. So right. whenever we would go to Flames, I would just get an omelet, but the omelets were, of course, gigantic, and they always came with hash browns and toast. So eating all of that, and then eating half a Belgian waffle. Why couldn't she just take the Belgian waffle home? Ice cream belt. And just eat the ice cream. <laughs> and just leave the naked waffle. I'm not the one who ordered the damn thing. It's not on me, but the logistics of it don't make sense. I'm just trying to come up with solutions. That's my job. Come up with solutions. My mom, logistical issues. Listen, I will tell you, my mom, my parents and I went to Vegas for one for for Christmas once, and I just once we stayed several days, and I swore that I would never go again with them because my parents in disordered eating, especially my mom in disordered eating, just kind of go hand in hand. Like when we were in Vegas. Um, you know, lots of buffets. So she had this idea that we would just like eat one meal a day. It would just be get up in the morning, go to a buffet, eat as much as you possibly can to sustain you for the entire day, and then that's it. That's that's insane. Yeah. That's just that's just insane. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> so, I mean, economical, but still, just just a lot. <laughs> So that's pancakes versus waffles. Yes. Our next lighthearted subject is uh, death and Vegas. Okay. Um, but really just death. Death. Well, you likened, you likened my funeral, funerary plans. Well, first, I mean, introduce the topic. Don't just... Well, you introduce the topic. Your, your interest is in talking about um, our post-death planning. Mm-hmm. You are interested in being cremated. I am interested in being not cremated. You want me to have a low-cost memorial, and I don't object to... Clarify, low-cost memorial for me. I'm not saying that the memorial for you has to be a low-cost memorial. Right. Um, and I, I don't know how I feel about, you know, that. I, I don't think it specifies that a memorial has to be low-cost. I think it should just be meaningful. But also, I think that memorial services are for the living. Mm-hmm. But death planning is for the ones who are going to, I mean, if you, you can't have it both ways. It's either I don't care what you do with my body because you're going to do what's right for you, or I care what you're going to do with my body and what happens all around that. So you care? I care. I want to be, I want to eliminate as much of the physical and psychological impact as I can. Um, I want to have a memorial so people can say goodbye, but I want to not have it cost $10,000 for a plot and then like eight or $9,000 for everything else. And that's, that's crazy. Um, whereas you can get a cremation for a couple thousand dollars. 
And then I guess your urn would just be buried in my casket? <laughs> if you want, yeah. Uh, I mean, there there would be a, an urn of whatever kind you wanted, and um, and my mom would probably want some ashes. Maybe my dad. I don't know if my dad would want any or Assuming not. you don't. You're, you're assuming that you're pre- going to predecease yeah, this, your parents? This, this assumption is I predecease my parents. If I Why do you assume my, that? Because it, logistically, it's, it causes the most hiccups if I predecease my parents, so that's what i got to plan for. Okay. got to plan for the version that causes the most problems instead of the one that causes the least problems and hope. Um, try and then try and resolve those problems beforehand. Alrighty. Um, so my dad may or may not want some of my ashes. My mom will want the ashes. I assume you will want the ashes to do with as you see fit. And as to what to do with them, I don't know. I don't know. Dump them out in the forest in the rain? Oh, okay. So the urn would be buried, but the ashes would be gone. Unless you want to keep them to take me to the grave with you, yeah. Okay, so you care what to do with your body, but you don't care what to do with your ashes. Right. Alrighty. And the only reason I care is because I don't want you mounting debt because of my death. Yeah. I mean, I also want, you know, people in clown makeup and somber clothing standing around the rain crying. You know, that's what I really want, but I'm doubtful to get that, so. I mean, you have to die at a very specific time of year. Yeah. Or be cremated and you just wait to do my memorial until it starts raining. That's just an option, I'm just saying. People in clown makeup? Yep. I mean... What? Not everyone has to be in clown makeup. I just want some people in, in mourning attire and clown like makeup. Like paid mourners? No, like the clowns that I know who would hopefully care enough to come to my goddamn funeral. Yeah, but are they going to, like, am I going to tell them you have to wear clown makeup yes. in order to attend? You, you can tell them his preference is that if you're a clown, you come in clown makeup. All right. And we're going to do it on the first day that rains. Whatever day that might be. Yeah. We'll just, oh, we'll check the forecast, then we'll plan it really quickly. Yeah. On on that much. day. We'll just whip it up. Yeah, so we'll probably do it around my birthday. Because people can just drop whatever they're doing in order to... We'll just plan for it around my birthday and hope that it rains. Maybe maybe plan for it someplace that rains. I don't know. That means the clowns would have to travel and wear makeup. Yeah. And I'd be paying them. Would you? Because that'd be a lot to ask. Again, these are my preferences. These are not hard and fast. You know what I mean? These are ideal. Ideally, if you have the opportunity to do it in the rain... Wait until a rainy weekend. Ideally, clowns would come and they would wear their clown makeup with their morning attire. Not clown attire, morning attire. What does clown morning attire look like? Well, it looks like everyone else's morning attire. I'm just saying I want it to be in morning attire, not clown attire. I don't want clown costumes, I want morning attire with clown makeup. All right. In the rain. A dress code. Yes, most, most funerals and memorial services have them. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. Most, in Western culture... Most of the time when people die, there is morning attire that you wear. That's just the norm. You don't wear a bright red party dress to a funeral. Well, some people Usually, do. usually. Not always. You know, we're not in New Orleans. We're not, we're not throwing a parade, so. Ironically, I would be more comfortable throwing a parade. Weird. Second line. We've discussed this. Let's discuss it again. It's the jazz. Yeah. The jazz second line. Yeah, you... you the logistics of that seem really, really hardcore. Why is that? Do you know a jazz band? Do I know clowns? Well, I do, and you put them on. You put the post on my Facebook and you, that you're inviting them, and 
so on and get an RSVP, and that wouldn't be so much of a problem. A jazz band would be a little more difficult. I mean, you might be able to get Rob Reich. Um, I vaguely know him, but you'd probably still have to pay him. I, 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 he has like five if I'm days. putting on a memorial service, it requires me to like set up a dress code and take RSVPs, um, and plan for a rainy day, then adding the logistics of getting a second line jazz band to it just doesn't seem like that much more. Okay. Do what you want as long as I'm cremated. All right. You'll save a lot of money to do whatever you want with it. Okay. But you want a funeral. Yes. And you want a plot. Obviously, because that's the whole point of a funeral is you're being buried to the ground. No, I mean, you're you're making a distinction between a funeral and a memorial service. Yeah. I, I, I think of them as somewhat the same thing. Well, I thought you specifically did not want to be cremated. I, I mean, I don't think I want to be cremated, no. Okay. I mean, I, I haven't really thought about it. I know my parents don't want to be cremated, and I, I'm... I'm fine with that, and I'm also fine with not being cremated myself. It's not really something I'm like, I'm not really attached to, if I want to save people money after my death, my inclination is to start planning my, is to, you know, prepay for my funeral rather than, like, demanding that they cremate me. I think both is a good option, but that's me. Um, so, so what all do you want? Um, I, I haven't really thought about it lately, ironically. Um, when I was in high school, I thought, I want a big funeral, and I want to have um, a section of people who are crying and a section of people who are not crying. Um, you can charge fees, and anyone who wants to cry has to pay enough charge for being in the crying section. Um, but I haven't thought about it lately. Your family would not tolerate <laughs> that. They would blame me for that. They would be so pissed. They would not be okay with that. That would be entirely on me, if, if the blame for that. I mean, I'll write I, mean, it. I think Chikoweta would understand, but no one else would. Not my problem. I won't be there. Yeah, you see, that's the problem. <laughs> that you're creating problems, not creating solutions. Well, listen, Mister. I want to have a dress code, and you can post it on my Facebook, even though I don't really, I'm not part of the clown community myself. And I have to tell people that they're for clown that you prefer that they wear clown makeup. That's not creating problems. No, not it's at not, all. Because they'll be done with it. That's an assumption. Yeah, but it's one based in, 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 in years of experience. Because you've been to such a funeral? No, but because I know these people. Maybe. And at least some of them, at least three or four of them, will be willing to come wearing clown makeup, and I'll be happy with that. You won't even know. I will be happy knowing in advance that at least three or four of them would come wearing clown makeup. I mean, you probably should get in advance, you know. Well, if I know I'm dying, I will. I know I'm dying. I'll try and do all the preparations myself beforehand so as not to put it on your shoulders. Alrighty. Because logistics, that's my job. Yep, that's your thing. Speaking of jobs, God, it's hard to find one. Yeah, that's, yep. It's, I, I look at all these, all these event coordinator and event position jobs, and I apply to all of them. I've gotten no responses to any of them in the time that I've been doing that in the last few months to the point that I'm looking at like entry level minimum wage ones. Like if they have insurance, then I would totally do that at this point once, once unemployment runs out. Well, I mean, events aren't really happening right now. So that's the problem. Or if they're happening, they're happening virtually. Or they're in different time zones. You know, I see a lot of stuff on the East coast, which I think is weird. Like, I don't think the East Coast had opened up more than we have, but I guess maybe they're doing more events over there. 
Um, I think the East Coast has opened it a bit more. Like, I think, from what I hear of New York, I think they seem to be further ahead than we are. I'm just hoping that things open up more by the beginning of November. Um, what happens at the beginning of November? I run out of, well, early November, I run out of unemployment. Okay. So I'm just hoping things that opened up back up more so I can get a job that isn't like, you know, door dashing on my scooter. That would be cute, though. Yeah, but iffy. Iffy, yes. I'm not going to make much pace. I'm not very fast on my scooter. 35 miles an hour tops. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, also, they might extend unemployment depending on how things are looking. That is also the hope. Extended unemployment or one of the two jobs I had before COVID hit opens back up and I can get that job again. There's actually three options, three possible places that I used that that are of the two jobs. The two jobs I used to have turned into three current companies and any of those would be wonderful to go back to work with. Right. Um, or, you know, or one of the places that you reached out to recently might get back also to you. Also possible. And then that one lady that we've harassed might actually finally get back to us and I would take whatever she gives me. I mean, this, yeah, that would be cool too. Seems unlikely at this point, but... Yeah, as I said, she's a little iffy. Yeah. Okay, well... There was a third thing that you wanted to talk about that you forgot about. Yeah, I never remembered it. It may have been, it may have been the death stuff. Oh, we never talked about why that relates to Vegas. You were saying to me that, that me wanting to be cremated to you wanting a big funeral was corollary to me wanting to get married in Vegas versus you wanting the big full metal wedding. Yeah, we just have a, I feel like you just like, um, you like smaller, you aren't as big a fan of large events as I am. Well, I mean, maybe that's because I do events mm -hmm. and they're a pain in the ass. Mm -hmm. Um, but I like, you know, fast, cheap and, 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 uh, Memorable, you know, as opposed to big and fancy and memorable. Yeah, and I wouldn't even say that I want a big fancy funeral, but I just feel like you're you're trying to go out with as little fuss as possible, and I want some fuss. You're welcome to put as much fuss into it as you want to, as long as you don't spend a lot of money. Which, again, post-death, you cannot be the boss of your finances. Yeah, that's true. I'm not the boss of your finances now, so... Precisely. Alright. Uh, well, I guess that does it for this week. I guess it does. Unless there's anything you'd like to add? Um, nope. Still trying to figure out the whole prenup thing. Yeah, the prenup thing is kind of a pain in the patootie. We need to get that done. We've only got 44 days until we get married. Mm -hmm. Assuming we're still getting married on Halloween, right? That's the, that's the plan. Okay. Um, then we've got 44 days. Or 45, I guess you're asking Halloween as opposed to November 1st. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. 44 days. Yep. Nothing more to say on that. So, um, once again, I am Gershon Picklewater. I'm the Velvet Fest. And we were not here to argue. Thanks for listening. Yep. Bye. Bye. -bye.
Fame Music by Kevin McLeod in Competech.com.